there. <laughs> All right, let's, let's bow our heads and pray together. Uh, gracious God, we thank you for our pets. We thank you for our dogs and our cats and our guinea pigs and our horses and, and whatever other pets we may have. We thank you for the unconditional love that they give to us. And we thank you for your love because we know that you love us no matter what. Amen. All right, thank you, girls. Thank you for your picture. And y'all can go out with, with Miss Hannah now. I'm so glad it was a picture of a dog. <laughs> As we prepare for our scripture lesson this morning, uh, we've been uh, following the assigned scripture lessons uh, each week, and we've been focusing on the prophets. Uh, last week we had a passage from the prophet Isaiah. Today we have uh, a different passage, several chapters before, uh, once again from Isaiah. But before we go to God's word, let's first go to God in prayer. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we give you thanks for your unconditional love. We give you thanks for uh, the gift of this, this time, whether we are in this room or watching from afar. We ask as we turn our attention to you now that your spirit would be with us, that you would inspire our hearing, that we would come to know who you are and who you are calling us to be. Bless us now as we turn to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Isaiah chapter 44, verses 6 to 8. Listen to the word of God. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Who is like me? Let them proclaim it. Let them declare and set it forth before me. Who has announced from of old the things to come? Let them tell us what is yet to be. Do not fear or be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? There is no other rock. I know not one. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O oh Lord, as we turn our attention now to your word, we ask that you would open our eyes, our ears, our minds, and our hearts, that we might come to know you and come to know who you have called us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> there, there is no other rock. I know not one. As we uh, turn to this passage in Isaiah, it's, it's a very different image from the image we got last week. Uh, last week, uh, we read from Isaiah, and we, we got an image of the Word of God. And Isaiah compared the Word of God to, to rain. It's a, it's, an, it's a moving image. It's an active image. And Isaiah uh, brought this, this image to us of the Word of God, like rain, falling to the earth and nourishing, blessing everything it touches before it returns to the heavens. That the Word of God never returns empty. Uh, it's, a, it's an image of, of water, of movement. It's a dynamic picture. And this morning, uh, the passage we read gives us a much different image. It gives us an image of God as, as a rock. And it's, it's almost the opposite. It's an image of, of uh, stability and, and security. It's, it's a motionless image. It's static. 
And as Isaiah gives us this different image of God, it can be, it can be very powerful, especially when it hits home. And there are, there are particular moments in our lives when this image hits home unlike any other. And it just so happens that Isaiah's people were experiencing one of those moments. Uh, Isaiah's people were experiencing one of the moments when this image was, was so critical to them, when it, when it hit home like no other. Isaiah's people had experienced profound loss. Uh, Mike talked to us a few weeks ago about exile. Uh, Isaiah's people uh, had experienced an exile. They had been taken away from their homes and brought to a new place. And in that process, everything in their world crumbled around them. They lost everything. They discovered in in that experience that their homes were not as invincible as they had hoped. They discovered that uh, their, their careers, their employment, their professions were, were not so permanent. They found that their friendships and their relationships could wash away. They discovered that their money wasn't so mighty. And in the process of this exile, they they discovered that the entire world around them turned into shifting sands. Everything they knew, everything they depended on, everything they built their lives on crumbled beneath their feet. And this is when Isaiah proclaimed to his people that God is a rock. Everything else may shift around you. Everything else may crumble from beneath your feet. And in those moments, you go to the rock. When you need a friend in those moments, you go to the rock. You hide yourself in the rock of God's presence. In those moments, the only thing that's left, the only thing that's stable and secure and sure and steadfast is the love of God. God is the rock. There is no other. Isaiah's people found this out the hard way. They lost everything. And Isaiah in that moment proclaims, there is one rock, there is no other. They found this out through the experience of exile. And you you don't have to go through exile to understand this image. In fact, as much as we pretend that our world is stable and sure and secure, we know deep down it's not. Even the, the world itself We like to imagine that the land around us is permanent and fixed and unchanging. But it's not. And we know that over the years, over the decades, over the centuries, even mountains rise and fall. We know that eventually rivers change their courses. We know that the landscape around us moves and shifts and changes. Sometimes because of the way we interact with it, sometimes on its own. The, the land around us is not permanent. There is one rock. There is no other. As sometimes we pretend it's not the land. Sometimes we pretend that uh, it's, the, it's the governments that, that claim to rule the land that are eternal. But we know they're not. That governments are born and they die. The Egyptian Empire, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire, the Mongolian Empire, the Ottoman Empire, the British Empire. They are born, they live, and they die. Nations are not eternal. 
governments are not permanent. There is one rock. There is no other. And sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not the governments that we, we imagine last forever. Sometimes we like to, we like to pretend, and, and maybe from the best of intentions, we like to pretend that our religious traditions last forever. We like to imagine that our denominations stretch back through the centuries, but they don't. In fact, our denominations uh, don't reach into the unreachable past Our denominations are embarrassingly infantile. The United Methodist Church was born in 1968. 1968. Uh, The Episcopal Church took on that name officially in the 1970s. The Evangelical Lutheran Church, that came into being in the late 1980s. And our own denomination, our own denomination that started with John Calvin, it actually started under Ronald Reagan. 1983. The PCUSA was born in 1983. That means that many of us are older than our denominations. Our denominations are not very old. They're embarrassingly infantile. Our religious traditions are not solid rocks. In fact, they are only useful as long as they point us to the real solid rock. There is one rock. There is no other. As we reflect on the world around us, on the the land around us, on the the nations around us, on the denominations around us, we, we come to realize that so much of what we pretend is permanent is not. It, it shifts, it changes, it, it crumbles. There is one rock. There is no other. But that's all, that's all pretty abstract. And it can be hard for us to, to recognize that uh, those institutions really don't last as long as we would like. Uh, we, don't, we don't get a, a sense or a feeling of how important that is from thinking about the abstractions. The moments that this image becomes really important to us are they're the hard moments. They're the moments when our own lives begin to crumble. The moments we don't talk about. The moments we stuff down deep inside when we come in public. The moments we, we, we find that, that confront us in the middle of the night when we can't sleep. So many of us have had those moments over these last few years. And not in the abstract. I mean, the individuals in this room and in this congregation, in this community, have lost so much over these past few years. Too many of us have discovered that our houses and our homes are not as permanent as we hoped. Some of us discovered that uh, employment can evaporate, careers can crumble. Others were faced with the reality that our physical health is actually quite fragile. Friendships and relationships can wash away. And too many of us have lost loved ones. We have experienced it. You don't need to experience exile 
to be acquainted with loss. Sometimes the worst thing happens. And the sands around us begin to shift. And our world begins to crumble. And in those moments, that's when Isaiah's image hits home. When you are surrounded by shifting sands, go to the rock. There is one rock. There is no other. When you have no other friends, when you need a friend, go to the rock. There is one rock. There is no other. When the loss overwhelms you and the tears flow freely, go to the rock. There is one rock. There is no other. When the world around you falls apart and the worst thing happens and everything you have founded your life on begins to crumble, hear the news from Isaiah. There is one rock. Cling to the cross. Go to the rock. Because the good news of the gospel is that there is a rock that is secure, that is stable, that is unchanging. When the world around you falls apart, cling to the rock. It's going nowhere. It was in the beginning and it will be at the end. It was, it is, and it will be. Go to the rock that loves you no matter what. And if you follow this, if you follow this logic to the next part, to the next step, what you find is Isaiah's news is even better than it sounds in that moment. Because if there is only one rock, if there's only one thing that lasts, that means that even your pain will pass. It means even your loss cannot last. It means even your tears are temporary. In Revelation, John tells us that that rock, God himself, will wipe away all of those tears, and even your tears will be gone. There is only one rock. That means even your pain will pass away because there is one rock. It means even your loss will not last because there is one rock. His name is Jesus. He is, he was, and he always will be. He is the beginning, and he is the end. He was there before the tears. He is there to dry the tears, and he will be there when the tears are gone. He is the first, and he is the last. The way the psalmist explains it, the weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. The way that Paul tells it, Paul tells us that there is nothing, not life, not death, not angels, not demons, nothing present, nothing to come, no powers, no height, no depth, nothing in all of creation that can separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. There is one rock, there is no other. God loves us no matter what. This is what no matter what means. It means when your world crumbles, go to the rock. It means when the tears flow, go to the rock. It means when your pain overwhelms you, hide yourself in the presence of God. Because there is one rock, there is no other, and God loves you no matter what. God who was and is and will be. God who is here before you, is here through your life, and will be here after he has called you home. The God who loves you no matter what will not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Weeping may endure for the night 
but joy comes in the morning. There is one rock. Isaiah gives this image to a people who know loss. A people like us. And the good news of the gospel is when you experience loss, God is right there. When you experience loss, the loss will not last. The good news of the gospel is that God loved you before, God loves you now, and God will love you after because God loves you no matter what. There is one rock. There is no other. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen.